should know that we're not trained experts on the things we say about. Hey, Laura. Hello. Yeah, sorry about that. I invited you from my car on my phone. And uh, it, for some reason, decided to put a password on it that I was not able to, like, disable. Because I usually invite you from my PC and I'm able to be like, no, Pat, make the password nothing or zero or whatever. Do you ever, you don't ha usually have to type one in, do you? Never. No. Okay. This is literally the first time I've ever been asked. And it's funny because the email you sent me has one. So I'm like, I know. Oh. And that's right? the and one that it made. And then I went back and was like, don't require or make it zero. So it's easier. So, and then it never updated you. So. so you made it harder. Thanks, Sunil. Oh, boy, am I glad that we can connect on like so many different like technologies so that you're having trouble with the Zoom. Well, text me if the text isn't going through, like hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Like if that doesn't work. Set your house on fire. Yeah, because Sunil's not available and your life is way worse when that's the case. Also, if I were to set your house on fire because you weren't answering, I would um, basically smoke you out and you would have to then listen to what I had to say. Smoke them out. That's right. So you either answer these texts or your house is going. Yeah. So let's stay up some. So interesting. Uh, I wanted to just do it, do an app and chit chat. But like, let's are, can I talk about your health on the podcast? Um, that violates HIPAA laws. I know. I know. You always tell me about the HIPAA laws. But. Have you ever read the HIPAA laws? I think people need to look into them, not because they're important, but because it's just mwah, beautifully written. They're just, it's like prose. You should read it. I'm just kidding. Don't bother. Um, yeah, you can talk about it. No, but have you ever read them though? Fuck no. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm sure it's not interesting whatsoever. Every time they hand you that pamphlet and just like, God damn it, I hate our government. This is such a fucking waste of my time and money. You know, every time my credit card company sends me a thing with that long, like, brochure full of like tiny print like here's our updated like privacy like whatever yeah how are you you can't you no one can read that shit and i don't know right just, anyway yeah so you got your laura is so welcome to embrace yourself yeah. uh i'm sunil this is laura um i'm so grateful we are able to connect uh today um, we don't normally do two episodes in one month, but it's like, let's take the shortest fucking month and do two episodes in. That's, that's what we're like. That's how we roll up in this piece. But, um, mm -hmm. you know how I talk like that. Um, so Laura had got some bad news this week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was me adding some effect. You don't talk about the bad news. Well, I was under the impression that you were going to talk about it, but no, I have no idea. Like, I know a little bit, but like, like you, you blew my on. mind when you even like mentioned what procedure is happening. And I'm like, what? You can do that? Well, I'll try to give everybody a really, really quick version. Um, my dad died of colon cancer. Um, um, less than a month later, I think, my twin sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. So, super fun time that that breast cancer diagnosis led to a genetic sequencing to figure out why the fuck she might've gotten breast cancer. And turns out that me, my sister, Deanne, who is my twin, my mother, and one of our other sisters has a genetic mutation called check two, C-H-E-K two. 
And um, that raises your um, chances of colon and breast cancer by about 20%. So this is not like the BRCA Angelina Jolie one. That one's way worse, <laughs> um, but it's a similar type of thing. Um, then I pause you just for a second and ask you, was that a doctor test or did you like go on like 23andMe and they were like, oh, you have this? No, they, I guess from what I can understand is if you have cancer, they're like, Hey, do you like, here's a geneticist. So like, I, I mean, I actually sat down with this woman and she went over everything with me. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah. I, I find genetics pretty fascinating. Yeah. So, oh, me too. Yeah. Like, um, an, a breast MRI or mammography, like basically every six months, one or the other. So boop, boop, ro rotating, you know, and Recently, my doctor said, hey, you know what? I just was doing some reading because I'm a young doctor who apparently is good at my job. And I noticed that this check two mutation that you mentioned you have, there's some new findings that say it raises your chance of thyroid cancer. As oh, boy. Well. Hmm. And so he was like, so you should just go get a, thy a thyroid ultrasound just as a precaution. You know, since you're already doing these screenings, we'll basically just add this to your screenings list. And so I went and I had the ultrasound thinking like, whatever they called me and they're like, we need you to have a CT scan. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. Okay. So I had the CT scan and they're like, we need to, you to have a biopsy. And I'm like, what on earth could you possibly be seeing? And then turns out they found something weird in my thyroid. And now I have to have half of it removed. Yeah. End yeah. of story. Not really the end. <laughs> and how do they do the biopsy? Just curious. They go down your throat or is it in through oh, the yeah. neck you probably even still see like the little bruise it was it was really shitty it hurt really bad do um, they numb it or what what do they do with that yes they did do a localized anesthetic but that's it that's it um, okay yes it was an ultrasound guided biopsy so like the doctor doing it was like looking at an ultrasound as he's like sticking this huge fucking needle into my neck yeah and because this little it's I guess it's called a nodule is I guess farther back. I don't know how this works. Yeah. Yeah. He had to stick it in really far. And it also meant that he had to go past what he was actually able to numb. So it was really, really painful. <laughs> and one of the like nurse practitioners, I don't know what their titles are actually grabbed my hand and squeezed it because I was, I, I think I did a really good job and was very brave, but it was horrible. Oh. Um, and, I got in the car like with Jane because she waited for me outside because COVID and I just like, burst into tears. And I was like, it was so horrible. I better have cancer. So <laughs> that's what I get. <laughs> I don't. Oh, fuck you. Um... Talking a lot. Just so just to clarify, they found a little nodule. They did a biopsy. They could not rule out cancer. So they don't know 100% if it is. And in order to go take this little thing off, it actually means they have to cut off half of my thyroid. Um, wow. So that sucks, but it also is apparently standard operating procedure for if you can't rule out cancer. And particularly in my case, since I already have a higher chance of having it. Yeah, yeah. And so you're showing signs of possibly, and then you have a risk of it. So might as well take out half your organ. Yes. Yes, indeed. Which seems so, I was like, when he told me that, um, cause I was like, all right, they're asking me to come in to talk about the results. That means that, you know, and I knew what the results were because they had given them to me through the internet with no one to help me decipher them, which was oh, yeah. not 
I was like, what the fuck does any of this shit mean? It should be like a little chat bot that comes up. Like Clippy should pop up and be like, do you have questions about your medical results? Exactly. I absolutely agree. And you do like computer stuff. Get on that. Get on that. I will. That could make you rich. I think it would be an amazing thing because it was. That's not actually a bad idea. Like, because. I used to work in electronic medical records. I'm, we're just giving away this million dollar idea on the show, but like a little clippy, like automated nurse type of thing that pops up on your medical record that, yeah, that you could chat yeah, so with. It's like you're trying to figure out what they found. Yeah, <laughs> and then like what, you could just be like, what is CBC? Like, and then it'd be like, oh, this is the complete blood count or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've never done more Googling in my fucking life. Yeah. Um, what I figured out just from my Googling was that they had found something that was about the size of a pencil eraser. And then through the biopsy, they found that they could not rule out cancer. So, you know, once they take my thyroid half off, they'll check it for cancer, I guess. Thyroid's half off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're on sale. They're yeah. going fast. But so I don't like the fact that they cannot rule out cancer. Like they, they, we're not so sure. Right. One way or the other. I don't like it either. Yeah. Um, so but this is not 100% uncommon that they can't figure it out. And in these cases, this is what they do. So basically if they do a biopsy, they cannot rule out cancer. I mean, he did say like, I, I, you know, it's like, well, you could talk to an endocrinologist and stuff. And, but he's actually sending me to one after my appointment. Everyone's like, oh my God, listen to these old people talking about their medical issues. Um, what, but, the audience, the listening audience? No, I don't give a fuck about them. No, just kidding. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Unless um, you do like an automated records helper thing, because then fuck you. Because that's yeah, don't steal my idea. I'm coding right. that and making a mint. Right. But at any rate, my doctor, who is a very young doctor, um, I am very you thankful. You mean like 12 years old or something? You're saying they're very I am, young. I am almost 45 years old. And at this age in my life, it is discernibly younger than me they're when i'm 43 I and they're like oh my god no this he's he's a very young doctor my guess is he's in his early 30s but it just seems a lot younger than me yeah yeah but um if it wasn't for him i would have no fucking idea this thing was there until it caused me some kind of issue or concern so i'm very thankful because i like even though they're doing it, i'm like yeah it's routine you're not gonna find anything and then they're like, well, guess what? <laughs> I've done this a million times before. It's going to be right. great. Yeah. Um, you do your best. You'll find nothing. <laughs> you'll find nothing on me. Right. Good doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sucks, though. And so what does your thyroid even do? Do you know? It produces many hormones, many hormones that are important for your body's functioning. Okay. So if like, for instance, your thyroid, if it's creating too much, of these hormones, that's hyperthyroidism right. that, you know, people who are really skinny and seem tweaked out, but aren't on drugs often that's hyper, hyperthyroidism. It's just causing them to like, like eat and none of those calories are sticking. And like, basically their body is just doing things too quickly. And then hypothyroidism, it's when everything's moving too slowly, your metabolism is super slow. A lot of times people feel sluggish. They start, you know, gaining weight, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not an expert on this by any stretch, but so if you, you know, remove half your thyroid, you're going to, you're going to gain some weight that, you know, it's funny because when I searched for thyroid stuff, that was one of the things that came up. I said, if you have a hemi, hemi, hemi thyroidectomy, that's how you Hemingway. pronounce it. If you love Hemingway, 
And honestly, if you love Hemingway, you're a pretentious douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's a hemi thyroidectomy, which means half your thyroid instead of your whole thyroid. Um, but the way they explained it to me, it, it seems like it kind of works like kidneys. So if they take out half of it, as long as yours is healthy and functioning, the other half will pick up the slack. Okay. If you have your whole thyroid taken out, then you usually do have to do some kind of hormone replacements to like help with that. Yeah, man, man, oh man. The internet said that they found no conclusive evidence that you gain weight. I'm glad you get to keep half of it. I mean, you know, I don't mean to be flip about it, but that's nice. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm pretty- considered, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh good. I, you know, I'm already gonna need hormone stuff anyway. I mean, I don't need my thyroid to like, push that forward any quicker yeah yeah i mean fuck man we're getting old that's right uh, we are really getting old wait you're not 45 yeah you said you're 40 you're 44 that's right but i'll be 45 april 9th yeah yeah and i'm having the surgery april 8th (laughs) right right so it's like the day right but so i actually I've been calling myself 43. I'm 42. And I literally forgot that I was 42 today. Like I was really just referring to myself as 43. I just, cause I, I'm going to be 43 for most of the year. It's like, may as well just get used to it now. Anyway. I literally make Jane remember. (laughs) Oh, like how old am I? Like, I will say, how old am I turning? And she's like, 45. Wife, (laughs) Wife, how many years have I? That's right, exactly. She's actually at home right now. So I'm like, am I 44? Uh, <laughs> she's not home. Fuck. But yeah, I what I, I have to stay overnight in the hospital. So what I plan to do is the first thing when I open my eyes the morning of my birthday is to just start singing to myself in whatever voice I actually have, which will be almost none because I've had my throat cut open. Happy birthday to me. Just waiting until it. someone notices. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be a curtained-in room, right? And like, no one's gonna, no one's gonna notice. But that's what's going to be so creepy. Someone's going to be watching. <laughs> what the fuck? If you have your wits about you, I would love for you to like record, make an audio recording of you doing that. What right have- after surgery, singing yourself "Happy Birthday" it would be so great. I have a sneaking suspicion I won't. <laughs> you have have your wits about you. Yeah, like because that's they're going to knock you full out for that. Yes. Thank God. Yes. Yes. It's just the local anesthetic and vivisect you. That's right. Yeah. They're like, well, you know how the biopsy hurt? Yeah. That's what? No. Yeah. I would be like, no, forget it. Just leave it in there. Yeah. (laughs) I want you guys to do that. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll turn, you know, I'll go to also seek the world for Ayurvedic and uh, And natural remedies. I'm getting older is because I, I asked Facebook Hey, has anyone had this? Which I, I've never done before. Like, like here's yeah. a medical. So actually, so that this all actually wraps into the topic I wanted to talk about, which is connection. It's yeah. so it really yeah. does. Like, so you've been doing a lot of Googling. And I was just sort of considering, like, so back when I was in therapy initially, I'm coming up on like six years of sobriety from alcohol. Yay. Yeah. And uh, it's been like the shittiest six years to like try to do that. I feel like there's so many like fucking like if there was ever a time you'd want to like black out, drink yourself to sleep, it'd be like these days. But I, I honestly think that um, folks who have stayed sober through the pandemic, yeah. they should be able to add additional years on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I double my years. I get if you're in AA, you get like twice as many chips or whatever. Yeah, totally. Here's your pandemic chips. Yeah, totally. there you go. It's a bonus. Yeah, just but for real. Like yeah. honestly, it's super amazing. Oh, especially if you started, I feel like during the pandemic or tried to or discovered like, hey, I have a problem during the pandemic, and then tried to curb it during the pandemic with like no, literally yeah. no distractions. Because like I went to AA to find connection in terms of like there are other people with the same problem as me. I'm not alone uh, fighting this. I mean, you know, it's, it's, and it worked to a degree with the in person, but like, so for me, like my connection, my whole life essentially has been like an online existence. Like mm -hmm. I was on the mo having a modem, logging on to local bulletin board systems chatting with like complete strangers like when I was like nine you know nice. so like and it was exciting and cool back then it was like pretty but so in lieu of like AA because I found it was just not it wasn't for me it didn't turn out being for me but I turned to reddit mm -hmm. um and there's a subreddit um stop drinking and it has proven like invaluable, at least in the first couple of years of me being sober and not really digging AA. It was like, you know, I would post there, I'd post my story, get feedback, reply to other people. It was literally like an online AA meeting, but without the your comfort zone. So yeah, and exactly. And it was online and it was great because I, um, and my therapist at the time took that as like a valid form of like group, you know, are yeah. you, in a, are you in a group? Like, well, I was, but I do this instead now. And she was like, yeah, okay, that's fair. If that's working for you, that's cool. Great. Um, and I'm sure that you've sought out at this point, like support online support communities for what you're maybe not communities, but the Googling has probably led you to some forums. I have not done any forums or anything okay. like that, but I did ask my Facebook friends just like, Hey, who else has had this of anyone? Um, yes, and I, don't, I, I mean, as you know, I hardly ever post on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. I don't like using it. So yeah. for me to be like, Hey, here's the thing that's happening to me. Anyone else? Let me know. Like I felt it's be important. Yeah. And you're yeah. seeking some community contact connection. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I think that this is actually a time when I need that. Like yeah. I need to talk to someone who's done this before. I mean, my biggest concern honestly was recovery because I started doing some reading. I'm like, I cannot find anything that tells me how the recovery is because the more information I have going in, the less anxious I am about stuff. Um, and the more information you have. No, I want the less, no more. I meant. Oh, more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I just zoned out for two seconds and was like, yeah. Okay. Don't even tell me what you're doing. Put a bag over my head put me in the car, drive me to the hospital. And I'm going to wake up and wonder why there's a fucking cut in my neck. Well, so like if I'm getting a shot or if someone needs to like poke an IV bag in my arm or something, I don't want to look at it. No, so I like the away. less visual information I have about the situation, I feel like is the better. But I know what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, I digress. What the hell was I even saying? Oh, um, I, you like a lot of information. It helps you out. So you wanted to yeah. communicate. Yes. So asked on Facebook and um, 
a girl I went to high school with, which it feels weird to say that, but to say a woman I went to high school with sounds weirder. It does sound weird. It's like, you mean your teacher? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so this girl, um, yeah. yeah, this girl I went to high school with, I was not close with her. I knew her. I thought she was very, very nice. Like looking back, I'm, you know, like when you think about people you knew in high school, I'm yeah. like, yeah, she was totally a solid, nice person, like really, you know, genuine. Deanne, I think, was in your book with her or something. So Deanne knew her a little bit better, but apparently we're friends on Facebook and she sent me a message shortly after I posted it. And she was like, my mom has had her thyroid removed. And if you want, I could ask her if she'd be willing to talk to you. And I'm like, fine, sure. Why not? You know, okay. like, why not talk to this girl from high school's mother? I don't see any reason not to. And so she- Other me- than it being kind of like, I don't know you. You don't know me. Right. <laughs> like, let's talk thyroids. Totally. So I was like, well, sure. Ask your mom, you know, if she's willing to talk to me, I'd be happy to talk to her. But, you know, I also didn't want her to feel obligated, but apparently she was all about it. So I sent her a message and she just sent me such a nice message back. And it was so helpful to get like a firsthand account of what it was like. Her experience was definitely harder than what mine is going to be because she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, had to have her whole thyroid out and did have to have radiation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I probably will not have to do that stuff, which I'm thankful for. So but she had to have her whole thyroid out and there was more cancer like elsewhere. Yeah. They had to do radiation just to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> cancer is such a scary thing. It's like the only thing that I feel like I might get. Yeah. Not that I feel like I'm in, like <laughs> immortal and infallible and like, you know, whatever, indestructible. But like, it's just like, that's one of those freak things that's like, you know, I can take care of myself all I want. and. That's still a thing. True. Although statistically speaking, the older you are, the higher your likelihood is to get cancer. So even at the age I am right now, it is pretty young. Deanne getting breast cancer in her mid thirties was extremely young. Like when I tell people that like, oh, why are you here for a breast MRI? They're like, what? You know, like you can, they're being professional, but you can tell they're like, damn. You know, <laughs> damn goes like that's professional. Like boobs <laughs> for cancer. That's a, no, they're not <laughs> professionals. <laughs> that's what I'm saying to them. Yeah, no, true, true. Well, so I was at the dentist. Just side story. I was at the dentist, and I was ask, asking uh, uh, if if anyone ever asked to skip the fluoride polish part because it tastes so shitty because like does anybody ever ask to skip that and they're like no no one has ever asked to skip that and i was like can i skip that because like it you say it tastes like cherry and like i have not found that it tastes like cherry i have not found any cherries about like the little rubber thing that they're like (laughs) it's a little paste at the end yeah Yeah. and it's gritty yes i was under the impression that they were literally polishing your teeth not they are they are, but you fluoride is fluoride happening at the same time. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe there's no fluoride in that. I, I don't know. What did I? Yeah, I fucked up. They're polishing your teeth. So I was like, you call the American Dental Association immediately. <laughs> I'm misrepresenting the dental trade. And do you, know how to get, do you know how to get a hold of them? I must be stopped. 1 800 dentist. That's right. Pick yeah. up the phone. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so your dentist said you were a freak. Go on. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I love this dentist's office because they seem to love me. They loved my hair when it was like long and lustrous. 
And it's a bunch of black women. So it's like black women love my hair. Fantastic. Yeah, they just always do. I think they just, they want it essentially um, as their own. And, (laughs) but like last time I was in to get, I got a crown, I got a permanent crown, but they were like, you went and cut your hair. And I'm like, yeah, it was kind of getting to be a little much, Um, but they seemed kind of disappointing. Anyway, so I asked about the polish and being like, annoying about it like got me like a mint version and it was like ooh they like looked around for a better version for me and I was like okay so So, um what was my point there uh I didn't have a point let's move on well I have tried both of those flavors I have never had a single flavor of that kind of stuff that I like it's so gross and horrible the mint was a lot better the cherry is so bad I think mint would be better, but ugh. But they default it. to that cherry shit. Like always, every dentist I've ever been to, it's the like red stuff. I bet it's cheaper. It must <laughs> be. It must be because it starts with CH, like cherry. I did get a lot of nice messages though. And I connected with some people on a level I certainly wouldn't have before. And I yeah. obviously talked to my high school, <laughs> high school, um, cohort i don't know what you might call her um i wouldn't talk to this chick's mom your co- it's called your co-worker at high school my high school co-worker yeah my colleague in in uh upper school but you know speaking of colleagues one of my colleagues who's in colorado she reached out to me immediately and started sending me all kinds of super helpful information she also apparently had cancer early like in her 30s i was gonna say like some of it about thyroid cancer like well, so much super useful information. She did not have a lot of information about thyroid cancer because she didn't have it, but she was like, I was in a support group with a lot of young people who had cancer and several people who had thyroid cancer. So I'm sure I could like look through and find stuff. And I was, I did not know at this moment that she had had cancer when she was younger. So I'm like, why the hell do you know several young people with thyroid cancer? That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. <laughs> knowing that she was in a support group with them, that context, it makes a lot more sense. So do you feel um, like you'll like are first of all, a, are you now, or will you be a cancer survivor? Is that part of your, um, is you, ha- you may or may not have cancer. You have like Schrodinger's cancer. That's right. I do have Schrodinger's cancer. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can't imagine calling myself a cancer survivor. I mean, I should wait and see because I guess there is a chance they could go in and be like, whoa, this is worse than we thought. Like but Deanne would definitely, definitely fall in that camp. Yeah. 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 Yes. Deanne had to have chemo and radiation. Okay. It would be ideal. <laughs> I guess if you have to do one of those, then it's like you're in, you're in the club. But yeah, Deanne is in the club. She's you're on the fence. Good. We're still checking your credentials on this one. I don't know if we, <laughs> your invite is pending. I'm waiting to see if my application's accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, this colleague, she gave me such helpful stuff, partly just give me a rundown of like, I don't know if you've ever had surgery before, but this is typically how it goes. And if they want to give you morphine, make sure you ask them for anti-nausea drugs first, because sometimes they don't do that. And there's nothing worse than dry heaving right after you have surgery. And I'm like, oh my God, this is helpful. Oh, wow. stuff I never would have thought of. It just was wow. really nice. You know, yeah. stuff. Well, to be honest, like I have no fucking like I've had surgery. I got my gallbladder out and I've got and wisdom teeth out, but I don't they I was put under for the wisdom teeth, but the gallbladder was more recent. And I remember like the anesthesia part of it, but I don't remember what they were giving me at all. I, I Oh, no, I do. It was fentanyl. 
it was straight oh. fentanyl. I'm pretty sure. And because uh, I wanted to talk to him about it. I was like, what? So what's what do you do? What do you use for this? And I think he told me it was fentanyl. And yeah, um, that was- yeah. I do not like heavy duty har- narcotic painkillers, except if I'm in the hospital and getting them through an IV because I'm in a lot of pain, but they do make me insanely nauseous. So it was a good point because I don't know that I would in my nerves getting, you know, I don't know that I, I have no idea if they do morphine anymore for that or what, like probably just for the pain afterwards. Right. Yes. And that's yeah. what I'm using it as like a general for whatever they give you for pain. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know doesn't matter to me. All Remember I know I was is, listening to morphine a little bit. Yeah. And then we talked a little bit about it because I was like, you hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they have like two good songs. Well, that's the thing is I, I just feel like every single one of their songs sounds exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> so. A lot of them did. It was because they just had that very limited setup with the saxophone and the yeah. two string bass. And I maybe could appreciate it a little bit more now. I was just insanely snobby about music when I was younger, but um, fun fact that, those who didn't know, uh, the lead singer of that band literally died on stage in the middle of a show. So very sad. Heart attack, right? Heart attack. So sad. (laughs) So tragic. So wild. Yeah. I mean, nuts. If you were at that show, we need you to send us a message or email. Yeah. Send us an email at embrace yourself 69420s, embrace yourself 69420 at gmail.com. We'd love to connect with you. If you Um, um, write us an email and lie about being at the show, we will find you. So just be, just remember. If you write us an email and lie about the show, please make it entertaining. Don't just make it, hey, I was there and you weren't there. Like, make up a good story. Yeah, fucking convince us. or Entertain least- us. Like, the world is fucking shit. I need something to make me smile, damn it. You know what? Just leave us the fuck alone. Don't even send us a message. <laughs> Unless you can make me smile. That's right. <laughs> World War Three is happening right now. I just wanted to point that out. Oh, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, and I'm, we're probably going to close on that note because I'm getting tired today. It's been a rough week, Laura. Um, I, I know for you, I don't mean to make my problems seem more important than I fucking dare you. No, I'm just Schrodinger's cancer, but I've had, a, I've had a fucking rough week too. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we could wrap up the week on. I like I like the Friday show though. I like doing this on a Friday evening. Me too. I mean, it's like I'm putting my shoes on, getting ready to go out to the strip club, and I just like stop by my computer and talk yeah, to you. For you sure. Kick out a quick episode, and then I go to a separate strip club. Um, yep. Yeah, for men. We make it rain. You go to the lesbian strip club. I honestly think I'd be more comfortable at a male strip club, but also extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, either strip club situation is uncomfortable. You got to be real drunk to enjoy a strip club. And have you been to a strip club? Yeah, real drunk. Have strip club, yeah. Yes, whether I have been. I know you have not, and I I'm not gonna tell stories about what happened in Vegas because staying there. But no, let's say I've been real drunk in a strip club. Just the thought of it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, now I, it does for me. Like I can't even imagine yeah. that that was what I was doing at that time. It's yeah. like, so whatever. But, yeah. Plus, you know, glitter. It's just too much of it. You I gotta embrace yourself, though. I mean. I've been to a strip club, real drunk. Embrace hey, it's, it's hey, it's part of my history. It's part of my history. Yeah. We're connecting. Yeah, we're connecting. Connecting the past to the present, present to the future. Me to you. Right. Us to next time. Yep. All right. Fantastic. All right. Over and out. Over and <laughs> out. Take it easy, Laura. Bye.
This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.